Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. Today we will journey through both the New and Old Testament of God's love story, the Bible. As the Bible is God's love story to us, Through his relationships with individuals and people groups, we discover much about God, ourselves, and each other. Throughout both the Old and New Testament, God's desire for humanity is evident. No matter where we are at in this life's journey, God reveals himself in ways each one will understand. The Apostle Paul knew of the parental heart of God for all people. He received from God a deep and powerful revelation of God that he passed on to those of his generation and through his writings to us today. God's genuine affection for people flows through Paul and is particularly evident in his letter to the church of the Thessalonians. They had received the gospel of Jesus Christ in word and power. The transformation that had taken place in their hearts and minds was a testimony of God throughout the land. They had turned from idols to the true God and were destined to live in the reality of his truth, love and power. So keeping all this in mind, let us go to 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 verses 4 to 13. But as we have been approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel, even so we speak, not as pleasing men, but God who tests our hearts. For neither at any time did we use flattering words, as you know, nor a cloak of covetousness. God is witness. Nor did we seek glory from men, either from you or from others, when we might have made demands as apostles of Christ. But we were gentle among you, just as a nursing mother cherishes her own children. So affectionately longing for you, we were well pleased to impart to you not only the gospel of God, but also our own lives, because you had become dear to us. For you remember, brethren, our labour and toil, for labouring night and day, that we might not be a burden to any of you, we preach to you the gospel of God. You are witnesses, and God also, how devoutly and justly and blamelessly we behaved ourselves among you who believe, as you know how we exhorted and comforted and charged every one of you, as a father does his own children that you would walk worthy of God who calls you into his own kingdom and glory. For this reason we also thank God without ceasing, because when you received the word of God which you heard from us, you welcomed it not as the word of men, but as it is in truth the word of God, which also effectively works in you who believe.
Paul declares to them that the truth, the word of God, is effectively working in those who believe. Not only is the word of God working in those who believe in the church in Thessalonia, but also in Paul himself. For it is with the heart of God that Paul has given himself to them. God has called each one of them. He's called them by name. Not only that, but given them his name and includes them as his own. This is the perfect parental selfless heart of God. It is beyond our own human experience or comprehension. Even if we have been privileged with loving parents, nothing compares with the parental love and heart of God. For only God is perfect and his love so pure. God's tender love with which Paul himself has experienced and loves with is poetically described as a nursing mother who cherishes her own. God's longing for each one is filled with such passionate warmth and a beautiful gentleness that is a touch of heaven. For love and gentleness are part of God's character. This perfect, selfless love is who God is and the motive behind everything he does. Paul in the love of God states, As you know how we exhorted and comforted and charged every one of you as a father does his own children. The words exhorted, comforted and charged in the context of this scripture is to gently whisper words of encouragement and counsel, fueled in love and wisdom. Holding each one by the hand, walking together step by step, as a father does with his children. This is such a beautiful picture of how this life journey with God is to be. For through the mountains and the valleys, In every season, God is always there. He is so intimate and personal, yet all-knowing and powerful. God calls us by name into his glorious own kingdom. A kingdom full of awe and wonder, identity and purpose. It is with the parental heart of God that Paul expresses his care for all believers. And throughout the Old Testament, there were those who also knew and experienced the parental heart of God. Even in their wanderings and rebellion, God was there. Moses testifies to this. Deuteronomy chapter 1 verses 29 to 33. Then I said to you, do not be terrified or afraid of them. The Lord your God who goes before you, he will fight for you according to all he did for you in Egypt before your eyes and in the wilderness where you saw how the Lord your God carried you as a man carries his son 
in all the way that you went until you came to this place. Yet, for all that, you did not believe the Lord your God, who went in the way before you to search out a place for you to pitch your tents, to show you the way you should go, in the fire by night and in the cloud by day. What a beautiful picture of the parental heart of God. He carried them. That is, God literally would bear their weight and lifted them up. He personally stooped down into their world of oppression and darkness and delivered them. What also is remarkable is that the invisible God revealed himself to them so they could actually see his presence was there with them all the time. This is so special. He was there with them by day and there with them by night. They could always see he was showing them the way, going before them and being their rear guard, resting with them at night and being there with them every step of the way. Yet sadly, they still did not receive him. This is a very similar picture to the word given to the prophet Hosea. Let us go to Hosea chapter 11, verses 1 to 4. When Israel was a child, I loved him. And out of Egypt I called my son. As they called them, so they went from them. They sacrificed to the Baals and burned incense to carved images. I taught Ephraim to walk, taking them by their arms. But they did not know that I healed them. I drew them with gentle cords, with bands of love. And I was with them as those who take the yoke from their neck. I stooped and fed them. God pours out his parental heart to his prophet Hosea. As a perfect parent that only God can be, he gave all of himself to them and for them. He was there with the ancient Israelites right from their beginning. He gently held them and guided them in their first steps. As babes stepping out, he lifted them up, supporting them with his bands of love. He was there with them constantly as they journeyed through the wilderness. In tender love, he provided warmth and sustenance. When they became too tired, God gently carried them in his arms. He took their burdens from around their necks and brought them to the promised land. Yet sadly, they gave their hearts to the foreign gods. Yet nothing could change God's love for them and his parental heart. All through the history of humanity, God continually pursues in love, both the lost and the found.
During Jesus' time on earth, he revealed much about the parental heart of God. And one of the most powerful times is in his telling of a story of a certain man who had two sons. The younger son wanted his inheritance while the father was still alive. This was a most shameful desire in the culture of the time. He wanted to be free of his father's love and go his own way. The elder son had a false perception of his father and was trapped in fear and resentment. Both sons were unable to receive the unconditional love of the father that was always there for them. Yet out of his great love, the father gave both sons their full inheritance. He valued them above all else, even though they did not reciprocate his love. Material possessions and wealth of this world did not matter to him. The priority of his time and the focus of his generosity was his children. In this instance, his two sons. So after receiving his inheritance from his father, the younger son left home. Trapped in his selfish desires, he lived life however he wanted. At the same time, interestingly, the elder son also received his inheritance. Yet the elder son remained with his father and resented him even more. He too was trapped in his selfish desires. Yet the father, he longed to be close to both of his sons. His desire for them was such that he had given them everything of himself. His name, his identity, his home, his servants. But most of all, he had given them his own heart. Sadly, both sons had lived their lives not being able to receive the father's love and forgiveness that was always there for them. As time passes, the younger son wasted all of what the father had given him and found himself destitute. He came to the end of himself and realized that nothing of this world would compare to what he had with his father. Thinking about his father's character and how he is kind to his servants, treating them with love and respect, he reasoned maybe his father would accept him back, even as a hired servant. So he decided to humbly return to his father and beg his forgiveness. As it happened, the father saw his son's return from afar off and with unabandoned excitement ran to him with open arms. For his father's heart's desire is to just be with him and for him to be able to receive his love so that his son could be truly free. At that moment, they embraced. The son begged forgiveness, but the father raised him up and honoured his return. This was a time of celebration. The father declared, for my son was lost, and now he is found. The son is now able to receive the love and forgiveness of the father that was always there for him. The father included the whole household, including the servants. Everyone was there and included in the celebration. But sadly, the older brother was so angry, he refused to join in. 
Even though the elder son had stayed with the father, emotionally in his heart he was so far away from his father. The older son was still trapped in his selfish desires. He too needed to receive the love and forgiveness of his father that is always there for him. But still, he refused to join in. The father noticed the older son was not there and left the celebrations to go out and plead with him. He said to him, Son, you are always with me and all that I have is yours. Yes, the father honoured him too. The father loved both sons equally and gave all of himself to them. And it's interesting to note that Jesus told this story to the religious. Those who would have known that they were the elder son. Sadly, we do not know if the elder son ever came to be able to receive the love and forgiveness of the father that was always there for him. The equal love of the father for both sons is such a wonderful picture of the parental heart of God. He gives all of himself equally. God continues to give all of himself so that all who are willing may believe and receive. God is the same yesterday, today and forever. The God of the Old Testament is the same as the God of the New Testament and his longing for people to choose him and be set free has never changed. Everything God does, he does because he so loves. For this is the parental heart of God. John, chapter 1, verses 12 to 14. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And 1 John, chapter 3, verses 1 to 2. Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us, that we should be called children of God. Therefore the world does not know us, because it did not know him. Beloved, know we are children of God, and it has not yet been revealed what we shall be. But we know that when he is revealed, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered and transformed in Jesus' name.